Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Pucko Podcast! So, uh, Maximus, I'm, I'm a little worried about Thatch. He was up all last night, and he's just been chugging green toros all day. Well, nah, he, nah, nah, he's all right. Look, he may be on the ceiling and all, but at least he's moving. It's Paco! Paco! It's Paco! Paco! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Paco! And welcome to the 237th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here with my wonderful co-hosts. Gator. Gator. Mr. Maximus. And we are here to bring you another wonderful episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, if you are new, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a name that we came up with in 2007, uh, which... We are more than just a Pokemon podcast, though, where we talk pretty much everything Pokemon. We are also a Pokemon community. So if you have the time, check out PokemonPodcast.com and we can hang out. Um, so, as always, let's jump on in because this is a nice late night version of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle uh, after dark, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty late tonight uh, because of c- certain events that are occurring in my life. Um, it's also... A- that's getting married, guys. It's happening. But well, it happened by the time they've listened to this. I uh, mean, it's it's it it happened. Yep. Uh, this, is the, <laughs> this is the last. This He's is off the, the last, market, ladies. Yeah, this is the last Thatch. Uh, the I think I've been off the market for a while. Uh, <laughs> so you're gonna be Mrs. Misty after this. It's gonna think, be great. I think that's how that works. I'm Mr. Misty, just like they used Miss- to call the uh, they called the drink at Dairy Queen. Ooh. Uh, Fun fact for our listeners. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're called Mr. Misty's anymore. They're called like an Arctic Rush or some nonsense. But we all know that they're Mr. Misty's in the hearts of our hearts. Which is which is the important thing. I mean, that's what we're here to talk about today is former Dairy Queen items. Um, uh, yeah, that's the topic today, this is, actually. 
It's uh, Duckle, the Dairy Queen Underground Champions League. Um, <laughs> a nonsensical De-cuckle. name I made up in 2016. Decuckle. Uh, Decuckle. Decuckle. Uh, I mean, it's got the Q-U in it. So that's got to actually make a sound. Uh, no, exactly. Uh, but let me let me ask you guys the question I ask everybody every week. What have you been up to in Pokemon lately? Gator, it's been like three days. Well... I've actually done a lot in those three days, oh, so I finished up, uh, actually it's been more than that, because remember we recorded early last week too, so. Oh, we did record, we recorded Saturday last week, I, yeah, that's true, never mind, I lied. Alright, so people out there that are, that are, uh, were curious, I did finally get that last Pokemon done, uh, so my gym team is set to go, I've already had three battles, so I'm two and one right now, so Ooh. can't complain about that, um, <laughs> other than that, I am... Excited to have started a, yet another Pokemon distribution. So what do we have this time? It's Manaphy, right? Yeah, Manaphy started uh, yesterday. So everybody, make sure you log on to your uh, your game. And you can get it in all games, by the way, guys. Yeah, no, I know some do, people think XY you can only get it in one. Yeah, yeah, so you can have multiple copies of this Pokemon. Um, so go yeah. ahead and grab those. Um, get them downloaded and toss them in the bank like I do and never use them again. Um I'm just kidding. Manaphy is actually pretty good. You can do a uh, set with Tail Glow that's pretty cool. Yeah, so, no. Manaphy is actually really good. Um, as a matter of fact, why don't you try using it on your uh, Summer League team if you're uh, into that? Yeah, if you're so, in, Well, you, a lot of people are going to soft reset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you still got, it's, you've still got time now because Summer League just kicked off. That's uh, true. Like we were talking about the first week. So I just had my set of gym battles, like I said. And I'm looking forward to next week's battles. So we'll see where it goes from here. All right. How about you, Maximus? What have you been up to? Um, well, recently I had our chat meetup on the fourth Friday of the month. Ooh. Hashtag hidden, pu- hidden plug. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was it was fun. We had a number of people come out. We had a few free-for-all battles, a little bit of trading here and there. Uh, chat. So it was pretty fun recently. And I personally made a few pokes. For regular competitive play and a little bit of VGC, yeah, I'm still on the fence about how to really work that system. But otherwise, I, it's been going pretty good. I was thinking to myself today, like, what the formats are going to be at nationals for the side tournaments. Like, are they going to do? I can I can see there being like VGC 2016 happening, um, but there mm-hmm. could also be like um, VGC 15 style happening because they could just call that like Battle Spot doubles or something like that. I hope um, they have that. I mean, I really do not want those see, legendaries in there. I mean, I don't want to see like VGC 2016 uh, singles. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. would be absolutely garbage. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way yeah. to run like Groudon on a singles team and not be stopped other than by like a primal Kyogre or something. Oh I'm yeah, that's that. So here's the thing that's been killing that. So I've been playing a lot of random battles on Showdown lately. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. And it's pretty much an auto quit if somebody has primals. Like, no, there's no point in continuing to play. Yeah, no, primals just... are absurd. Especially in singles. Like, it's absurd. There's a reason that, like, primal Groudon was. I don't know if. I don't think it was yet, uh, but it was definitely discussed throwing it into anything goes. And, like, even banning it from Ubers. Yeah. Uh, I, then I think people figured out how to play Primal Kyogre, but either way, like, that's the problem. Like, it's Primal Kyogre or Primal Groudon. Pick your poison. 
here's the thing I don't like about that. You know how Rayquaza still has the Mega Evolution and then there's regular evolution? Yeah. You won't you'll you'll still see regular Rayquaza here and then. You'll never see the regular ground on regular Kyogre. Oh anymore. no. Actually, if we want to talk about that, R Sigma actually, when we went to the premiere challenge together, he got second place in the premiere challenge using a Scarf Kyogre team. Instead oh, of Primal cool. Kyogre. It was really cool. Uh, I I was very impressed by that. Dropping strategies right here. He's probably really upset now. Dropping his strategies. Um, <laughs> have you been up to anything else at Maximus? Um, not just making pokes. I got plenty of time on an airplane to do that now. So I'm, I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting a list of stuff together that I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. As for me, I did my gym team as well. I've had a couple battles so far. Um, it looks like I, I'm two and zero right now. Uh, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I don't, I feel a little bad. Uh, <laughs> I feel a little bad, but my team, you kind of have to like, you have to think around it. There's not like one Pokemon that you can find that's going to break through it. Um, there's a lot, you have to figure out how to get, uh, around one thing and then you can sweep. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. Mm-hmm. You have to, that's what you have to learn. That's the, that's the lesson you learned from me. Uh, it's a, it's a little bit more of an advanced lesson. Uh, you could also get, I think, I think there actually is one Pokemon that could run train on it if you properly use it. But I think I can stop it for the most part. Uh, other than that, I mean, I've been getting ready for, you know, obvious things that are happening this weekend. And, um, I haven't been doing much other Pokemon stuff. I wish I could be. I wish I was. I wish I was doing more, but I can only do so much in my free time that I don't really have anymore. <laughs> It'll be back nope, soon. That's just signing his life away this weekend. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's not going to change literally anything. No, but – and you like – and I like Misty. We all like Misty. <laughs> yeah. So She's it's not that. that big of a deal. Yeah, no. It's great. Um all right then. Uh, we'll we'll kick it there then, and we will head on over to the news. So cue the epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. And in the news, so not much happened actually that other than the big news that we saw in the uh in in the trailer today. We'll discuss that for the main topic today. However, in the news, one one very interesting thing did happen. Uh so in Japan or not in Japan, in Hong Kong, the Japanese, I believe, uh what is it called? Uh the Japanese consulate had a protest around it by a political group called Civic Passion. Because they were protesting the name change of Pikachu, uh, because of the new translations in Pokemon Sun and Moon for Chinese. Uh, instead of being pronounced Pikachu, it is pronounced like Pikachu. Um, so, uh, very minor, I think, in my, in my mind. Um, well, minor, minor to us. Like. Yeah, minor to me. Like, if somebody came up to me and was like, Pikachu's name is now, uh, Pikachu, I'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, sure, whatever. I'll still call it Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, but yeah, so this happened, which is kind of crazy. Um, 
So, like, there, there. This was on May tenth. They released a new set of Chinese names for the first one hundred fifty-one Pokemon. Um, you can check it out yourself uh, at Bulbapedia. They have a new. They have the list. Um, most of the names were uh, derived from the Mandarin translation, and then about twenty-four were from the new translations. And so Pikachu was one of those, unfortunately. Um, and so. <laughs> It got really bad, apparently, and it's bad, bad enough that, like, people are scared of them, uh, because it is a radical group. Um, and they, they're scared of them. They canceled Hong Kong Nationals because of this. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, first of all, <laughs> it's called a national championship, so that's, that's questionable in and of itself. But, uh, the, they canceled, they postponed it indefinitely. They didn't cancel it, they had postponed it, I should say. Oh, okay. Um, because it was supposed to be June 9th, so next week. Um, but they, they're not gonna do it yet. Um, they're, I don't know. Um, they're doing some stuff in Taiwan as well. This, the Pokemon Hong Kong division. So, I don't know. I'm very, they're just very worried because of the, uh, this terrorist group. I wouldn't want to say terrorist. This, this radical group. Yeah, we have to be careful with that. That. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to say terrorist. <laughs> I, I. It's not terror. I'm just thinking. It's. It's a radical group. So it's more like. Uh, is yeah. They're not. They're not. They're not at all. They're just people that are very um, passionate. I think is the word. Um, well, pres- I, I think it's it's important to be aware that you know it's they have a different history than we do. They yeah, have absolutely. different. So that's. We don't have any. We don't have a dog in that race. It's not. <laughs> no, exactly. No, I. I can't be like, oh man, I have strong opinions that they should listen to me about. No, I mean it's definitely their own thing, and maybe they really want to make sure that. Uh, so civic passion. I've I pulled up their Wikipedia page, so I've done the most research anybody could do. Um, is a radical, populist, anti-communist, and nativist political group in Hong Kong. So the nativist person uh, part of this group is probably what's kicking in here. Uh, because they're switching to the, the uh, I believe it's the Canton. They're switching from Cantonese to Mandarin with these names. So I think I think that's definitely what's doing it. Um, and so that's uh, that's what's going on there. And I I don't know. It's it's definitely it's definitely weird. And I don't think we could def- we can weigh on it personally. Uh, it's definitely nope. interesting, and I think everybody should know what's happening. Uh, <laughs> Because they definitely did change the names, and I don't know why. I don't know why. I should send this. Actually, I have I have a Chinese friend who could tell us actually if he's offended by this for some reason. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Any any thoughts on your end about what's going on here? Mm, I had, let's just all get along and play Pokemon. I guess. Yeah. That's- right. It just—it's <laughs> surprising that Pokemon's like causing this kind of uprising right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we do get heated. Have you seen the salty people on Showdown? Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I it's mean, it's pretty bad. I'm just curious how the announcer's going to pronounce his name on Smash Brothers now. <laughs> it wouldn't be for us. It would just change it for the Chinese translations. I know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's literally. I, I honestly don't think it's uh it's not that much of a difference. Um, but you know whatever. Uh, Pikachu instead of Pikachu, uh, is kind of weird. Uh, we'll we'll see how this develops though. Hopefully Hong Kong gets their national championships back. 
Um, other than that, there hasn't been much news. Other than you should check out the Summer League if you haven't already at PocoPodcast.com. Uh, you can battle for gym badges and have a good time. So check that out. Yeah. So Absolutely zero chance of causing an international incident. Yeah, so. 100%. That's, that's true. <laughs> All right. So we are going to kick it on over, guys, to uh, Puckle's Pokey Quiz. So we are going to quiz you later. I'm, I'm working on a segue. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Gym or Pokey Quiz. Uh, I apologize. I was reading the first question. I am your host, of course, Trainer Thatch, and here we are to play Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Uh, Pokey Quiz is a trivia game where the host get or the co-host get to answer five questions. I asked them. I fact checked them today, so they are correct, uh, <laughs> and uh, they get points based on that. And they total up, and at the end of the year, one of them will get a prize, whichever one gets the most points. So, of course, we are going to ask these guys to not use their browsers. Uh, you, of course, do get one hint. And on top of that, you also get a, uh, you also get, uh, you get one hint and you'll get an extra minute. And you also get one minute to ask every question, answer every question. Wait, 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 wait. So now we get a hint and a minute? What is going oh, on? Oh, wait, no, there? no. When you get the hint, you get an extra minute. So oh. I, I apologize for... The, uh, the, like, even if you don't need my hint or my hint is not useful, uh, you can still at least get another minute from it. So, uh, what, what kind of points do we get when we come up with an answer that you didn't already have? Uh, you get, <laughs> like we did last week with the water. You get the same amount of points you would otherwise. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> and if you ask for more points, I will take them away. I giveth and taketh. Uh, <laughs> Will you only take away the points from the person who asked for them? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, so let's let's ju- let's go on. I've got a couple of softballs here for you guys. So our first question: uh, What is the only Pokemon type not represented in a Pokemon gym? Only Pokemon type not represented in a gym. Um. So no, Elite Four doesn't count. Elite Four does not count. They are not a Pokemon gym. Maximus, can you think of any dark gyms? No, not to my knowledge. Because I know there's psychic, there's fire, there's water, there's grass, there's normal, flying. there's flying, there's psychic, there's dragon, there's fairy, there's poison with Koga. Wait, who was a fairy gym? Gym six. Oh, is Gen Six there was a fairy gym? I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's dark. Is it your final yeah. answer? Yeah. Yeah. All right. You are correct. Uh, there Woo! are no dark type gyms to date, and it's probably because it translates to the quote unquote evil type in uh, Japanese. So why would you want an evil gym leader? You know what I mean? Um, Isn't there is an evil gym leader with Giovanni? Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, but that's, that, that was before <laughs> dark type was a thing. Uh, but it's not like they can't do it again. Maybe. Yeah. I would be very interesting. I would be cool. It would be cool to see that. Giovanni right. and Gen Seven confirmed. All right. Wait. All right. What about what about Gen, what about Fire Red and Leaf Green? He was in there. He was not was a dark, dark type gym leader. He was a ground type. All right. So question number two: What is the shortest Pokemon according to the Pokedex? So the smallest Pokedex height. Uh, there are two answers here. 
Uh, if you get both, you will in fact get both points. Why Smallest by jolt? height. I think yes. isn't it Joltik and one other Pokemon? I, I'm pretty sure you're right on Joltik. But what is the other one? Because Joltik's like itty bitty. Yeah. Um, it's got to be another, like either bug or baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was almost say I was almost gonna say Flabebe, baby, but I said that's probably not it. Thirty seconds. Flabebe actually sounds good. Come to think of it, because it was itty bitty. So I know it's one of the lightest Pokemon, but I'd go with Flabebe too, because like in Gen Six, it was itty bitty when it was in all the AZ scenes. I'd Mm -hmm. go with Flabebe. Okay. Uh, So so Joltik and Flabebe. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Uh, the answers are, in fact, Joltik and Flabebe. So you guys are you what? guys are two for two right now. Um, uh, so that's three points for us. Get you guys you. are at three points right now. Uh, they are going to get significantly harder now. Uh, <laughs> oh come on, Thad. There's this is like a step function in difficulty. I haven't found a good gradient yet. Um, oh. All right. So num question number three. Um, there are two answers for this. All you need is one of them to get it correct. There are no bonus points for this one. Unfortunately, um, okay. Uh, what what moves that have different types currently were originally normal type moves in Gen One? So you Orig- can- uh, what? So these moves have types other than normal now, but in Gen One they were normal type. What are they? Oh, you said in Gen One. Yeah. Um, I will tell you as well that they are a flying and a fighting type move. Um, Gust. You think Gust? Gust yeah, that would make sense. Gust was normal, we, then with the flying. And then what would be the fighting be? You only need um, one. You don't need both. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'd go. I'm. I'm going with Maximus on it. Uh, yeah, Gust is correct. Uh, the uh, fighting type move was actually Karate Chop. Uh, karate Chop. It used to be a normal type move. Fun fact. Um, so you guys have four points. You're three for three. This is the best anybody's ever done in Puckle's Poker Quiz. Let's see if we can keep going. Um, All right, Puckle after dark for the win. Let's go. I mean, Gator's currently beating Shamu, right? Uh, yeah. All right. This question is going to be much, much harder. Uh, what is the first Pokemon in the Pokedex to have another Pokemon's name as part of its own name? First what? Pokemon. First Pokemon in the Pokedex to have another Pokemon's name as part of its own name. First Pokemon I have a name. Um, they take cards So it has to have the whole first part of. It has to have the whole name in its name. Yeah, it'll have a whole Pokemon's name in its name. In the Pokedex. Yeah, in the well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The first one to have it. Yeah. Kadabra. Oh, nice. That's uh, what I'm going with. Is that is that your final answer? Maximus, can you think of a better one? Yeah. Nope. That's first gen too. Uh are you are you ready then? Is that you yes. going with Cadabra? Mm-hmm. Okay, the you are incorrect, unfortunately. Um, oh. the first Pokemon to have another Pokemon's name in the Pokedex is actually Pidgeotto. It has Pidgeot's name oh. entirely in its name. Oh. Uh, uh. 
So uh, unfortunately, uh, Cadabra is correct. That's always I mean, in having his too. name in its, in, or having but it's not the first one. But it's not the first one, unfortunately. It's not the first one. Um, Dang, it's not that the was first a good one. Guess. Uh, that's but you, you guys came up with a good one. I, I like that answer. Um, I'm glad that we came up with one at all. Is I'm surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so okay. I was thinking like Virgin or something. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, okay, so final question. This one, I am going to warn you, is in fact a doozy. Um, question number five. Uh, how could you possibly poison a Steel-type Pokemon in Gen 2? Oh, Twin Needle. Whoa. <laughs> okay, I'll go with Maximus. That's the I knew, correct did answer. Did I know that I ran a beat drill That's with that? That's the correct answer. <laughs> Yes. That's five points for you guys this week. That is the most anybody has ever done in Buckles Poker Quiz. Uh, Woo! Maximus yeah. and Gator Maximus, baby. I, Killing it. I cannot it. believe you got that one. I thought you guys were going to be like legitimately stumped, but I'm like, I, that was like the hardest question, too. I'm just like, how would you poison that? And Maximus is just like, twin needle. Duh. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, that's insane. Oh, my gosh. All right, Maximus. Well, I, Gator, I guess, as well. Uh, you have five points. I think you add four to yours, Gator, right? Yes, I'm at nine. You're at nine. You are crushing everyone right now. Um, as well as Maximus getting five, still crushing lots of people, actually. Um, <laughs> Woohoo! Actually, he, that puts, that puts Maximus in at number three, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I think Shamu's it's. Shamu's uh, at seven. Yeah. I went, I was at number two with four, so. Yeah. And so he's at number three right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's nuts. All right. All right, well, that's it for Funkle's Poker Quiz this week. We will be back. Well, I, I will not be back next week. Um, we will be back with Funkle's Poker Quiz at some time in the near future. So tune in for that and see which of your host, uh, favorite co-hosts make it to the top. Currently, apparently, it's Gator. Uh, <laughs> yes. All, all right, See, and then. Fluffiest wanted to supplant me tonight and take over the spot. But that's I was like, true. no, I got to do it. Got to get the points. Got to get the points. Get them points. All right. So we will be back right after this, guys. With we're gonna do go to a short break and be back with the topic. So we will catch you when we're done with that. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the topic today. The topic today obviously being all this incredible news that dropped into our laps uh, this past week. I guess for you guys, it's today for me. Uh... <laughs> Uh, we had uh, an incredible amount of news just dump into our laps. We have uh, the announcement of the legendaries, like I predicted. Um, we have the announcement that the sun legendary is Solgaleo, a steel psychic type. And we have the moon legendary, Lunala, who is a psychic ghost type. Uh, psychic ghost is obviously much more exciting than psychic steel, in my opinion. I don't know if you guys agree. I would. Well, I mean, agree. have you met Metagross? He's pretty cool. Yeah, Metagross is already pretty cool. I mean, they got some really cool moves. Uh, to be fair, we got to see their signature moves in uh in battle here. 
during the yep. during the trailer. If you haven't checked out the trailer, go go to Pokemon's uh, YouTube channel. You can check it out. There's also a bunch of cool stuff on the press release on the official site. Uh, there's, I mean, there's obviously more stuff to talk about than these just legendaries. Um, I'm a little disappointed in a couple of things because they tried to hype up these abilities a little bit. Um, Sol Galeo got this ability called Full Metal Body, which sounds really amazing, right? Um, and it turns out that it's literally just clear body slash, uh, like, white smoke, where he can't have any of his, uh, his stats lowered by opponent's moves or abilities. So, Intimidate doesn't work, and, like, um, I, I would say, uh, I, I, does this prevent stuff like Haze from working out of curiosity? I'm not 100% sure. I'm not sure. I don't play with things with clear body. Like, Neither the only things I. I can think of are, like, the Reggies. Yeah. And I never I, play with the Reggies. I, I can only think of Metagross myself. And then I'm going. Yeah, to and Metagross, Metagross, I evolve. <laughs> yeah, like I'm running Tough Claws instead. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I mean, obviously these are both probably going to Ubers. I mean, uh, they they we finally got the names though, which is really cool, and the typings. I mean, I, I think the and, works citing one is definitely Lunal. Oh wait, no. Well, let's let's talk about uh, well, Solgaleo's signature move first. But yeah, go his ahead. His move is a uh, Sunsteel Strike. So it's an attack that charges at an opponent with the force of a meteor, disregarding the target's ability. <laughs> so it it's like a mold breaker move. Yeah, essentially, it's it, that's kind of cool though, right? I mean, I, I I would be much it would be much cooler if it was like a ground type move or something that so like no matter what you're always hitting like a flying type Pokemon that's switching in or something with levitate, you know. Hey, it one hit knocked out a uh, Salamence. So that oh, was I know. Pretty cool. it, it, I mean, the base power is going to be strong. I mean, also it's Salamence versus a a, a legendary. Um, hey, Salamence has got pseudo legendary stats. Come on, now give it some break. No, no, I I, I agree. Um, I'm defending my poke thatch. Salamence <laughs> is my boy. Uh, the my other boy. thing, <laughs> Salamence uh, can go go rock for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> we I'm we still salty all from last got year. kind of fed up with Salamence. That's true. Um, so Lunala has the ability Shadow Sh- Shield, uh, which is legitimately just multi-scale. Um, and would a Pokemon take, will take less damage from an attack that lands when it has full HP. That is 100% multi-scale. Unless, uh, it gets like a different modifier, like a quarter damage instead of like half damage. You know what I mean? This thing better get Moonlight. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, but with, like, psych- <laughs> with Psychic Steel as the typing, no, or no, uh, psychic, psychic Ghost. Yeah. What is that? That's uh, two super effective, mo- four times effective yeah, moves t- on it? Yeah, Dark and Ghost are going to be two oh. times more effective. Oof. That sounds fun, right? So, bye. Bye, bye, knockoff. <laughs> yeah, this thing's not viable at all. Um, at it least, could have uh, like, an impressive like speed stat or something, though. Well, so, yeah. Leo has four weaknesses though but none of them are times four so that makes a little bit more durable yeah no uh he's got way too many weaknesses uh lunala uh lunala does have like what uh one uh completely no hit with um normal so it does have like an immunity and fighting and fighting yeah uh okay Okay, but Hoopa Hoopa Unbound has the same uh, weaknesses as uh, what's it called? Oh, not Hoopa Unbound. Hoopa Confined has the same weaknesses. So let's see. I mean, the only weaknesses it does have are Ghost and Dark. To be fair, uh, it also gets two immunities out of it. 
So it's not awful. It's just not good. Not with the prevalence of knockoff users. Yeah. Oh, oh what's it, what about its move? Uh, it's got it's got a signature move as well. Oh, what's it called? Uh, let's see. It's called I just had it up. regardless. Moongeist Beam. Moon. That's what it is. And it's it liter- it's literally the same thing as the other one. It hits regardless of the ability. And that's a yes. ghost type move. Like everybody's saying, it's ghost type. Oh, uh, I don't know if we know what the typing of these moves are yet. That that is a, still a TBD. I think it might be able to get Moonlight, though. Look at the, if you read it's the, uh. It's gotta get Moonlight, right? Cause, like, l- listen to the thing. Lunala is constantly absorbing light and converting it into energy. Yeah. Like, that, it's got to. There's no way. Um, so, so wait, th- but isn't that the same thing as Solar Beam, though? I- I'm talking about that's, that's just the, the flavor Moonlight text they added beam. for it. Uh, no. Uh, there's also some other cool things, I think, going on. Um, we can move on from these legendary Pokemon. I think they they are not as impressive as we think they are, and I don't want to spend too much time on them because there's way more cool stuff to talk about. First of all, oh, yeah. the Lola region, um, we've got that one island of the first trailer, but now we've got four islands, and it's confirmed to be four islands, the Alola region. Woo! Oh, just these four? Uh, just these four, and it says a man-made island as well. Um, we will be seeing Pokemon that have never been seen before. Yeah, um, new generation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's it's obviously a new generation. We we knew this was Gen Seven, obviously, right? Guys, um, guys, I feel like we're finally gonna see Pika Blue. Pika Blue, you think he's coming? Uh, Pika Blue, it's I'm coming. pretty sure was compared confirmed to be a uh, Meryl, but I could be no. incorrect. No, uh, I'm I'm very excited though. They've got lots of islands here. You get a volcano. We're gonna get some kind of icy mountain. Um, and I don't know. It's going to be kind of crazy. You can already tell all the environments they're putting in. And I, I don't know that we're ever going to be able to go back to another region from here. Uh, but I'm looking. There's this tiny little island off to the uh, – if anybody's looking at a picture of this while they're listening to it, I doubt they are because they're in a car or something. But in if you go home and you take a look at the bottom left-hand corner of this, there's a tiny small island next to um, one of the larger islands. And this makes me think of the, uh, reminds me of Gen 4, um, because that's all I think about, right? Um, it looks like Yoshi. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me of actually, uh, the island that you get to go to at the end of Gen 4. Uh, it's called the Battle Resort. And hmm. there were like a couple of small features at the end. I mean, I don't know where you start. I think you obviously start in the Oahu type island, because that's what they showed us first in the first trailer. Mm-hmm. And then you probably take this ferry that they have in the middle from island to island. And it's definitely going to be a really exciting game. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty pumped for this game. I'm pretty excited. This trailer, I know, had some mixed responses, but I think it dropped a lot of good info. Um, some other things, I, I haven't seen if there's a Japanese version and if it's different. It probably is. Um, so we also have, uh, the ability to choose our, uh, character again, which probably harkens to the fact that we will be seeing trainer customization return. Um, I, it's more or less confirmed. I mean, I think we already confirmed that from the Japanese trailer. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but it looks like you've got about eight choices here yeah, just on more. the one screen. Yeah, it's more than last gen. I mean, we have four six. instead of three. Uh, yeah, eight instead of six. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. I mean, it's, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. I mean, I would love to see some trainer customization back. We've seen some other guys though. We've seen the professor. We, he is not hollow like we had talked about in the previous episodes about this. It's in fact, no, it's 
the younger Kukui? guy. Kukui. And you know what? That is, in fact, a tree. Uh, which is really, they're just getting like way out there with these trees. Sycamore was super easy for me, but Kukui, that's out there. Juniper, you're pushing it. Rowan, I don't know what that is. What's an oak? Come on. What I know is, what oak, is that? sycamore, and elm. Like, those are very common trees. Yeah, and a, yeah, in the mainlands. Yeah, I, I mean, Kukui, that's I think, you, is actually you, a Hawaiian stop tree. Stop being so America centric. That's, Come that's on. fair. I mean, the first yeah. two were oak and elm. <laughs> yeah. That's so close. Yeah. Um, what's really cool, though, is he's apparently doing research on Pokemon moves and has been, like, kicked several times because of it. Uh, I think that's kind of silly and, like, a really cool character trait to talk about. Um, let's see, moving on though, we have, uh, Lily, which is his assistant, uh, they call her the mysterious assistant though, which is kind of weird. Um, and she's working as the assistant for personal reasons. I mean, yes, I, I mean, what is personal money? Yeah, she's needing to food. fond of making Pokemon fight in battles. I, I think she's going to be a rival of sort to you. Um, I think, I think that's definitely it. Or she could be part of the main storyline. Maybe she's got something to do with, like, the sun and the moon Pokemon. What was that lady you ran into in, like, Black 2 or White 2? Uh, Wasn't there, like, a, a an assistant? Oh, you I know, you're with? talking about Bianca? Yeah, was it Bianca? Yeah, you think of Bianca. Okay. Maybe she's the new Bianca. I, I think she might nah. have some tie into the story. that Because they call her mysterious. That, I feel like she's going to have some tie into the story. I don't know. She looks cranky. She definitely does. She looks very cranky. She's just like, what are you doing here? I don't want to battle you. Go away. Um, another one is you get to meet your friend. I'm putting this in quotes because they're calling all of your rivals friends now. Um, at least you don't have 18 of them this time. Uh, you get your friend Howl, uh, who is just as happy to be here as you are, apparently. I can actually <laughs> see him be, I can actually see him being a friend compared to some of the other oh, rivals. Oh, I feel like he's going to be more of a friend because it, I, it's definitely confirmed to some extent that you are just somebody who is new to the Alola region and you need to make friends. He's probably going to be like, oh, I'll be your friend. We can play some Pokemon together. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that the trend that they have where you're new to this region in literally every game no, is going to continue? No, that's not every game. Uh, Red, blue, you weren't. Um, you weren't Red, new. blue, you just moved into Pallet Town. What are you talking about? That's not true. You've been, you show you've been childhood up, friends with. But I'm moving. They knew each other since you were young. <clears throat> you didn't just move there. Uh, you didn't just move there in gold and silver. You didn't. You Oraz. show up in a moving truck every that, time. No, no, you don't. No. It's only in Oraz. Especially yeah. in red and blue. Professor yeah. Oak even said like you've been rivals since you were babies. I'm yep. pretty. <laughs> I no, you are incorrect here. You are incorrect. Uh, you, you definitely lived in the town that you started in for a while in Black 2 and White 2. What about um, Gen 6? <clears throat> Gen 6, you didn't just move there. Your mom's just a, your mom lives there. She's a Rhyhorn racer who's lived in Kalos her whole life. Yeah, but why'd you have to go make friends with those kids? Oh, because those kids are just really annoying. Cause, so you weren't friends with them before? Nobody like, likes no, you them. You didn't know them before. They lived in a different city. This is garbage. Sure. This entire genre and game is garbage. I'm going to Pokemon <laughs> Watch. Yokai Watch is my new jam. Pokemon, I'm done. Oh man! In the latest loot anime crate, they dropped a Yokai Watch shirt. It's kind of cool. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, that those are the characters that you see in the game. 
Uh, there's definitely something there. I mean, the Alola region to me is way more impressive than anything else, just seeing how much bigger it is. It's like way, way, way bigger um, than I thought it was going to be. So the last thing they dropped in this trailer, which I think is kind of cool, the imaging is also really cool, um, is uh, Rotom is your Pokedex now, which is really cool. And there's a lot mm -hmm. of things that they drop in the trailer that we don't exact exactly know what's going on here because – so first of all, they say this is your new Pokedex, but it's not really like the top of the technology until you have a Rotom added to it. And uh, the site is not loading for me. Oh my gosh, this is so annoying. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is just a button you click and you'll – oh, there we go. Um, so Rotom is your new Pokedex. It's a map essentially. It seems to be like the PokéNav and Pokédex all put into one. It's your way of communicating with your Pokemon. It's the, yeah, so it's the I, next link. I I think it's really cool because is there a way where maybe you could talk to your Pokemon? You know, translator. Or, sweet. Yeah, I I feel like what? that would be kind of cool if it was in fact like a Pokemon translator. It, that kind of scares me though. That prospect because like, yeah. what if they hate you? What That's if true. you've well, you gotta earn their trust. Pikachu hated you in and the so, beginning. I, I also, I'm very confused by this because does this mean that maybe we'll get like a Rotom early on in the game as like a battle companion? Or can the Pokedex fight? Uh, can mm. is this is this a different Rotom form? I mean, it's obviously a different Rotom form, but at the same time, it's it's very interesting because like when I first saw it, when I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh man, are we getting a new Rotom form? And it's like it's a Pokedex. I'm just like, well, I'd still like a new Rotom form. I'm down with that. But we'll see. I mean, I do love this idea of bringing in older Pokemon and giving them new uses. Um, this is this is fantastic. I love every bit about this Rotom Pokedex. There's there's just not one thing I do not like about this. Now this raises a. I have a question about this. When if if it's not a battle com, battle companion, quote unquote, and it's just gonna be in our machine, you know how in what if if, if it is a battle companion? Once we get six Pokemon, are we allowed to deposit that Rotom? Or I don't we... know that you're you're asking the good questions here <laughs> because that's technically a Pokemon because you or it can like pull an Ash where he can still have Pikachu but six other Pokemon on you. That's like, true. I don't know this what if just... what if it becomes your guaranteed HM Mon? Ooh, that get, would be. You, I'd be down with that too. Like it has the ability to you get items now. And it just inhabits those items to let you surf across water or fly through the sky or crush boulders. So now you don't have to have HM slaves. Does the Pokemon count as caught? Like, as soon as you catch, like, get the Pokedex, they're just like, oh, hey, uh, your Rotom, Rotom's logged in the Pokedex. You know what I mean? It I, should. I, it should be guaranteed. It has or to be. Or maybe, right? what if, uh, maybe it doesn't start off with the Rotom. Maybe, you know, you're starting off with the game with a Pokedex and then there's something, some, shenanigans at some point in time a little bit later be, after you've like oh, established like, a it'd be really cool for it to be like a side quest or something like that yeah just you know something off the main where you're it's like when you get that um in uh in kalos when you were given the um uh, steel fighting dog uh lucario yeah you know it's 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 like its own thing well now here's rotom so now you can talk to your pokemon and blah 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 and you have to have the power of love and friendship with your pokemon and progress to this <laughs> level like i could see it being something like that yeah hmm. it's very cool I, I i think this is a really cool idea and i i really like that they did this 
Um, the problem is, how are they going to one-up this Pokedex? I have no idea. Uh, this is going to have to be, like, the standard for all Pokedex. From here on out, like, you got to shove a Rotom in all of my Pokedex. <laughs> or, you know, connect my Pokedex to my phone. That I'd really like that, cool. too. I mean, even, I mean, this is just, like, the next natural step. You have, to have a, you have to have a tablet that, like, talks to you. Maybe, maybe this is a hint for what the NX is. It's a Rotom in your TV. What? Uh, yeah, done. <laughs> done. I, There's I, been I, some speculation, too, within the... um. The Blackthorn Council chat we've had today of what what kind of typing that Rotom would get. Absolutely, um, we've we've gone back and forth between like electric and psychic, and potentially electric and steel. I want electric so, and steel. Yeah, Viger had, was was uh, you know Prand Arceus from that one. So electric we'll steel see. with levitate, it'd be fantastic. That would mm-hmm. be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd like Rotom Pokedex, Rotom P. It'll only be weak to fire and fighting. Yeah. It'd be crazy. It'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rotom's also like a good Pokemon. It ro- fire. I mean, it'd be really good to do something against uh, Talonflame as well. Still. Uh, oh yeah. I I think this is really fantastic though, and I think all the news we got today was just fantastic. I would I was not let down because at first I thought it was just going to be you know the legendaries names and probably their types, and that that did drop. But we also, we got like a lot of information. We got, we got names of characters. We got name, we got the Lola region in full. Um, I, I'm very hyped. We definitely still have, I guess, about five more months, five and a half more months until we actually get Pokemon Sun and Moon in our hands. And mm-hmm. I mean, you better be sure we're going to be playing that the first day without Fluffiest. Um, sorry, Fluffiest. I know she's, <laughs> I know she's listening. And I mean, she could be playing with us if she uses her Australian 3DS to like download it. Um, but I, it's definitely like, we're going to be playing it the first day it's out and we're going to be having a good time. I'm very excited to see how it turns out. And I don't know. Um, also you can see in some of this artwork, you can see like a bracelet that the kid's wearing. And I'm wondering if that's going to go into mega evolution at some point as well. Um, there was some speculation about that bracelet because it looked similar to something that was in the Japanese only manga. Uh, no, we're and... not talking about this burst manga. No, <laughs> we're not talking about burst manga because that's not happening. It's also very similar to just the things that you see in the titles in, the, I believe, not in the U.S. titles of Pokemon Sun and Moon, but in the Japanese title, uh, title logos. Um, mm-hmm. you see these little, uh, diamonds, but it could just be something for awakening the legendaries or something much like the, uh, much like, what are they called? The, the dark and light stones. In or the red orb and blue orb. Yeah, it's, I, I assume it's just going to be something like that. This has been done plenty of times in Pokemon so far. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just a good fashion choice. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's still lots to be revealed, and I think there's going to be plenty revealed in the, in the coming months. Uh, we have... I th- I'm thinking our next reveal is going to end up being more starter stuff. Uh, I think our next reveal... Uh, starters will probably come a little bit later. I'm saying, like, August we'll get starter stage ones. Um, and probably next month, if they do reveal anything, we'll probably get like Fletchling equivalent, you know, Pidgey equivalent type stuff. Yeah. We might get like three new Pokemon or something. And I think we'll get maybe, uh, in July or something like that. We might start seeing something like about the new evil bad guys in the Lola region. I don't know what they could do. 
Um, maybe they're trying to suck up the moon or suck up the sun or <laughs> just destroy the universe, just like Team Galactic. Yeah. It'd be still. I I would really enjoy seeing in a Pokemon game the return of an evil team. You know what I mean? Like seeing a Team Galactic in a different region. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool. Or since they feel like beating that dead horse for the anime and the movies, bring back Team Rocket. Right. Like, if if they're going to stay around as a staple throughout the Pokemon franchise, then they need to come back in a game. Yeah, I, well, they, I agree with you. I agree. Yeah, well, they are the only five characters. Well, part of the only three of the five characters that have been since the beginning, honestly. Mm-hmm. They're still around prominently, I should say. No, you're 100% correct. Um... All right. I think we're going to cut it off there. Uh, we talked a lot about what's going on, and there's a lot of crazy, cool things happening. So check out the trailer if you haven't already. I think we discussed a lot of it and broke it down for you guys pretty well. So we are going to take a small commercial break, guys, and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. So catch you on the flip-flop. Hey, Scrawn, are you thirsty? Yeah, actually, I would That's like to glass That's great. Of... Drink this. Uh, what is it? It's Corsola Cola. Corsola Cola is Pokemon fresh. Thousands of Corsola are tossed into vats to create a bubbly, delicious drink. We never see them again. Corsola Cola, it doesn't make your gums bleed. <laughs> And welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are here with your Pokemon of the episode this week. It is National X number 490, Manaphy, the seafaring Pokemon. It's heart gold and soul silver. Pokedex entry states that it starts its life with a wondrous power that permits it to bond with any kind of Pokemon. Uh, Manaphy is now up for distribution, so we decided we'd do it today since we just did Rotom not too long ago. Uh, Manaphy is actually one of these really good Pokemon in OU right now, actually. Uh, like most of these base 100 legend, uh, mythicals, I think. A lot of them are in OU right now and very popular. Well, base 100 or base 600? Or base 600. (laughs) 100 across the board. I apologize. It is, it is late. I am running on like four hours of sleep right now. (laughs) I am just, the fact that I have made it this far in the podcast without making any mistakes is, is amazing to me. Uh, so, yeah, Manaphy is most definitely, uh, an awesome Pokemon, though. It's got access to Tail Glow. I'm pretty sure it's, like, is that it? uh, is this the only Pokemon that can get Tail Glow? No, the uh, Volvi. Oh, does. okay, well, nobody cares yeah. about them. So, Manaphy's the only Pokemon that matters that can get Tail Glow. Uh, well, Prankster <laughs> Tail Glow is not nothing to laugh about. Yeah, but it's from Volbeat. It's Volbeat. Well, Ampharos get it, too, doesn't it? Uh, no, no, it's only, only Volbeat. It's only Volbeat and Manaphy. Um, Manaphy, however, can actually utilize it. Um, most of its sets are amazing. Base 100 across the board, like I just said. But it's also got the move pool to back it up. So you could just run Tail Glow, Scald, probably Ice Beam, and then Energy Ball. But he's got so, he's, he's definitely got four move slot syndrome. So it's one of those Pokemon that you shouldn't try to, like, initially build around. It's one of those that's just like, ah, oh, Manaphy fits on this team. Uh, and you're just like, man, I need a hidden power of some sort, or I need psychic. Um, it's, it's really good. Holding leftovers, it's gonna be pretty bulky, even if you're just running the max 252, 252 in special attack and speed. 
Um, I would say you definitely yeah. want to run it as a special attacker over a physical attacker, uh, just because of its move pool. You could definitely also run Rain Dance because it gets hydration, so it can't be poisoned or anything. Uh, you don't have to worry about burns or anything else coming off. Uh, hydration will just heal you of that, which is insane. So that's you another consideration. I would actually make this thing a little bit bulky since you can just slap rest on it with rain dance. Uh, you then can you do just that. tail glow up. You can definitely run that. And, I think you, that's, and you I think scald in the rain too? You're talking about the Calm Mind set that kind of exists. You can run Calm Mind and like ditch tail glow 100%. Like go Calm Mind. So you get the special defense boost. You just make it uh, bulky defensively in your spread. And you run mm-hmm. rain dance and rest. And that, yeah, yep. you're 100% right. Because I think hydration will cure your sleep. Yep. Boom. Boom. You're just running all day. You're just going to be like, I'm going to scald you all day. Every you're day. just going to watch out for water just, you definitely, like You definitely watch out for... Well, the problem is you have four move slot syndrome. So you're stuck in a scald then at that point. You know, which kind of sucks, but it's all right. Mm-hmm. It's all right. But let's see. Are there any Manaphy cards in uh, rotation currently? Manaphy's like a good Pokemon. I'm I'm very happy with Manaphy. Uh, there, there's saying. actually one card outside of the... Uh, oh, there are two Manaphy cards in rotation, actually. One's an EX. Uh, we actually talked about this card on the TCG podcast recently. Um, so, Manaphy uh, has a regular card from Primal Clash. Um, for one energy, you can do both of its moves. Um, it's base 70 HP. It's obviously a water type. And for one en- water energy, you can do deep sea swirl, which allows you to shuffle your hand into your deck, then draw six cards. And lifesaver, which allows you to put two water energy or two water Pokemon from your discard pile into your hand. <coughs> so oh, it's like a stronger in. It's kind of weird. I don't think, yeah, I don't know that you would run this though. Honestly, I don't think I don't think it's worth running. Mm. Uh, well, um, the Manaphy EX, however, is all right. It's got a very low base HP though for an EX. It's only at one twenty base, um, which is which really sucks. Um, we for, would you like some uh, trivia on Manaphy? That are you uh, ready for that? Let me finish up the EX. Um, okay, I got distracted. I apologize. It is late. Uh, <laughs> it's got an ability Aqua Tube. <laughs> Each of your Pokemon that has a water energy attached to it has no retreat cost, which is kind of cool. Uh, and for two water energy, you do mineral damage, which is 60 damage, but it heals 30 damage from each of your bench Pokemon, which is kind of cool as well. You can kind of keep switching in and out. Um, the problem is you can't heal Manaphy and at 120 HP, it's pretty, pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, now you can do trivia. Alright, so Manaphy is the only legendary that you can breed with oh, the Fion. Yeah. We should definitely talk about that. So, Fion, uh, you breed a Manaphy with a Ditto, and you can get an egg, and out of that egg will hatch Fion. Um, fun fact, Manaphy and Ditto are the only Pokemon that are both able to breed and unattainable through breeding. So, you can use them to breed, but you can't breed with them, and the thing about Fion is it cannot evolve into a Manaphy. So... A uh, kind of uh, it, it's essentially saying that they're all they're sterile when you breed them because they can't evolve into something that can 
again, create more Pokemon. Yeah. Um, Manaphy may be based off sea angels, uh, tiny transparent ocean mollusks. Uh, the Manaphy's egg design is similar to Teropsis Narculia. Oh, uh, the egg he's talking about was actually from Pokemon Ranger. You could transfer a uh, special mission from uh, Pokemon Ranger over to your Diamond or Pearl, and it actually came out with the Manaphy. It's really cool. Yeah, it's neat. Um, and Manaphy may be a combination of mana and the shortening of fairy, and it may also come from Manatee or Sea Cow. That hmm. I think the last one's probably wrong. <laughs> That's hey, Bulbapedia is Bulbapedia, Thatch. I don't know if we can doubt them. Everything, literally everything on that site is correct, one hundred percent of the time. That's not true either. It's like Wikipedia. Um, the but, Manaphy egg though is actually really cool, and I'm really sad that we don't get more unique egg sprites. Um, I really wish we did. That's all I can say about that. Uh, <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, like I said, Manaphy is a really cool Pokemon, and you guys should definitely consider running one. Mm-hmm. So uh, check that out. And if you also have time, check out all of our wonderful writers at PucklePodcast.com. There are a lot of them now, and I do not want to go through all of their names. I will definitely forget somebody. So I will forget everybody today. So without further ado, let's kick on over to uh, the mailbag. Time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. The mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And welcome to the mailbag. Uh, The mailbag... As always, is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Uh, and as always, we will be giving the Green Tauros badge to anybody we deem uh, worthy. So let's dig right on in to this mailbag. The mailbag for those of you who do not understand, uh, who are new to the show, not do not understand the show, because uh, <laughs> uh, I don't understand the show sometimes. Um, it, the mailbag is where you guys, the listeners, can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts on things that we talk about. Uh, last week we talked about po- fossil Pokemon, and so we asked you guys about what your favorite fossil Pokemon are. So let's jump on, right on in. Um, the first email we got here today is from Christopher. Hello, everyone. I am Christopher, and I'd like to start off by saying that this is my first mailbag. So welcome, Christopher. Um, I have been listening for the past five months or so, and I just recently started getting active in the community. This podcast is one of my favorites of the 20 or so podcasts I listen to. Woo! All right. That's like that's, that's like right. top 5% maybe, hopefully. Uh, mm-hmm. I love hearing the insight and comedy from all of the hosts each week. Uh, hashtag suck up to the hosts. I have been replying to as many of the articles as I can in the past two weeks. And I've even gone back to read previous versions of The Fluff and Anything Goes, as well as Lock On and Pokemon News. I'm very grateful for all of the writers doing these articles. I enjoy all the topics that the writers have been covering, and it's been a great few weeks of content. Hashtag suck up to the writers. I also attended my first Puckle movie club ever, and it was a great time, and Ethan was almost able to get some skate going for the chat and put on a musical <laughs> show during the credits. I hope that I can do more things like this in the future. Hashtag suck up to the movie crew. 
I am also learning a lot about the TCG and appreciate all of the talk of the current metagame on all of the new cards. I especially appreciate the Fates Collide episode where Ridiculous's dream of being a top-tier deck was shattered by all four hosts. Hashtag suck up to the TCG crew. Um, Thatch is also pretty cool. Hashtag suck up to Thatch. Hashtag journey to the green Tauros. Uh, sorry about the rambling, but I will start ringing them from wor- worst to first. And not to say I hate any of these Pokemon because I think every Pokemon is important. Because regardless of how stupid I think they may look, it is someone else's favorite Pokemon. So he's going to go from the bottom up. There are 11. So Aurorus, Bastiodon, Kranidos, Archaeops, Tyrantrum, Karaska, Amistar, Cradlelily, Armaldo, Aerodactyl, and Kabutops. Uh, so Kabutops is number one and Aerodactyl is number two. Uh, I really like Aerodactyl because he's a, basically a dragon, or at least that is what I thought as a child. My first sight of Aerodactyl was from a hollow fossil set card. Then my taste in Aerodactyl was proven when one picked up Ash and was the sole reason for Jarmelian evolving into Charizard by taunting him to fly with, or taunting him with his ability to fly. My favorite fossil Pokemon, Kabutops, even though I'm still 20, I still think like a child. I think Kabutops, I like Kabutops because of nostalgia and the fact that Kabutops has freaking scythes for arms. Let me say that again. Scythes for arms. I have always liked Kabutops since the first time I saw him on a hollow fossil set card. Same thing right there. Uh, anyways, I'd like to thank everyone for taking the time to read my mailbag. <coughs> Excuse me. As well as everyone else's. We appreciate everything you guys do and are very grateful that you continue to make the podcast and all the other things you do. Speaking of which, I hope to battle you guys in the Summer League and your badges will be mine. Nope. Christopher. Not my badge. <laughs> all right. So... Uh, thanks, Christopher. Um, our next one will be from our Sigma. Sigma. Yeah. All right, I got this. Dear Thatch, I hate your stinking guts. You make me vomit. You're the scum between my toes. Love our <laughs> Sigma. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. That's a uh, little rascals. Um. Oh, here's our Sigma. Puckalonians, yo, fossil Pokemon, fossil Pokemon. I'm not sure what to say. I'm about to pull the trigger on a Blathers Amiibo since it's fallen below $6. That's kind of tangentially related, right? Oh, wait a second. Cradley just happens to be my all-time favorite Pokemon and has been since Gen 5 when it got Storm Drain. This unique grass-rock typing works out surprisingly well for it, as does its strange color combination of green, yellow, and pink. From there, the Tyrantrum sits at my number 7 spot, partially because Victini is too cute not to place ahead of it, and partially because I would feel awkward to have 50% of my top 6 Pokemon taken up by Gen 6 Pokemon. Tyrantrum also happens to be the only Pokemon that I have attempted to breed for a shiny. From there, my appreciation goes to Archtops, followed by Lilip, Caracosta, and Kabutops. Almost all the fossils have been interesting. Aurora's has even found a place on Void Cats, Teams, and VGC. The exception lies with the Gen 4 fossils, which in my opinion are better left unrestored. Unless you're counting Spiritomb, <laughs> which I wouldn't. But I would accept arguments to the contrary. Over and out, R Sigma. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> All right, let's get this next one from uh, Uncle Oshawott. That's who it is, Maximus. Oh, gotcha. <clears throat> A wild Reggie was ready. Greetings from your old, from your pal, Uncle Oshawott, who is not from Florida. By the time you read this on podcast, I'll be tasting the sweet freedom of summer holiday. 
I'm really looking forward to taking part in the summer league. But quick question about OU: Are mythicals allowed? Yes. Before the mythical league. It, it just depends. There's a viability. Yeah, there's... Mm-hmm. Um, if it's you, you can check on Smogon's website what the ladders are. If it's an Ubers or uh, what's the what's the one that's above Ubers thatch? It's anything um, goes. Anything goes. If it's Ubers or anything goes, I think that's literally Mega Rayquaza. Though. <laughs> if it's in yeah. Ubers, you can't use it. But anything under Ubers, you can use in ours. Yeah. So, like, like here's an example: Dark Rise not allowed, but Celebi. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, keep going, Maximus. All right. Before the mailbag, I completely unrelated theory. I'd like to share with you all concerning the Zygar forms. Yeah, what really? What happened to those? <laughs> oh, it's kind of obvious that Pokemon Z isn't coming, or at least anytime soon. So how are we going to get the Zygar forms in Sun and Moon? I have the answer. That's expressed in an older episode of Puckle that it will be tedious to deal with all the Z cells. In the anime, we don't see many cells combined to quote-unquote evolve Zygarde to stage 2. Many Z-cells, like say 20, evolve Zygarde. Many of the same thing evolving a Pokemon. You know where this is going. Pokemon Go. My theory is that you will collect the cells via Pokemon Go and evolve Zygarde into stage 2. This Zygarde can then be transferred to Sun and Moon It'll be a great method to help the evolution process and endorse Pokemon Go. You will be the judge. Well, since my body isn't ready, and since I took a lot of your time, I'll keep the mailbag questions short. Kabutops is my favorite fossil Pokemon, only because he is in the Pokemon Heroes, which is the best of those terrible excuses of Mewtwo's. Anyway, I wish you all a wonderful day or night. Catch you on the guys on the flip next week when I have whatever the June mythical Pokemon is. Bye. It's Manaphy. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. And so our next one is from, it looks like Phoenix Scyther. Hey there, Thatch and crew. I hope you are all well. Firstly, I love the new Buckles Pokey Quiz. It's a great little game to play along to, and I can't say I do as well as the co-host, but I'm still enjoying attempting it. I'm hoping to join the Summer League, but might st- might struggle due to the UK time difference in my workload. I might not get a chance to battle all the gym leaders, but I'll try my best to catch a couple of you. Secondly, Thatch, all the best for your wedding. I, I am getting married in like two days. Um, by the time you listen to this, you it will already have happened, and it'll be too late to harass me. Um... I hope you and Misty have the best day of your life and make the most of it. You don't have to read this next bit. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, we will definitely send you an email. Um, as for the mailbag, I've only ever used two fossil Pokemon. Tortoga slash Caracosta. Uh, I like playing with him through the game, but in competitive battles, he didn't do as well as I would have liked, which is a shame because I did bond with him. Two, Shieldon slash Bastiodon. I played with him simply because I liked the look of him. Competitively, I managed to play with his defense quite well. But as soon as I faced an earthquake or even a surf, he became as good as good in battle that I am not picking up girls. Oh, wait, oh he became as good in battles as I am in picking up girls. Oh my gosh, this is happening. I am running on such little sleep. Um, 
Again, all the best for the wedding, and I hope the co-hosts do you proud in your absence. Phoenix Scyther. I hope so, too. Don't mess up. I don't know who's involved, whoa, whoa, but don't whoa, mess whoa, up. Whoa, Mr. I'm tired and sleepy telling us not to mess up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take this next one from Sanyer, uh, Gator. What up, Puckle Peeps? Sanyer here, back at it after a long period of e- not emailing into the show. First off, I wanted to thank you guys for the awesome show. Always love listening, and you guys helped inspire some friends and I to start our own podcast. As far as the mailbag question, my favorite fossil Pokemon has to be Kabutops. From the first moment I laid eyes on that sickle-armed beast, I knew he was going to be awesome. Sure, he's not exactly the most competitive Pokemon, but he will always hold a special place in my heart. Until next time, catch you on the flippity-floppity Sanyar. Wonderful. Um, you want to get this next one from, it looks like, the Milkman Maximus. <laughs> to Trainer Thatch and whoever he has. First of all, congrats on the big day, Thatch. Best wishes to you and your wife in marriage. And here's to hoping it's all much better than best wishes. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> happy for you, too. <laughs> This is uh, this is only my third email to the show, I believe. I haven't emailed since March 2015. Wow. But I've been listening on a weekly basis for almost two years now. I must say that I really enjoyed the addition to the Puckle Pokey Quiz and the dorky game show music played as the intro. It's great to see the show's format continue to evolve. I'm extremely impressed of how you're able to bring well over an hour of interesting content to the show on a weekly basis. I'm very thankful for the work you and the crew put in. Now that my nose is significantly brown. (laughs) (laughs) Does he have the mailbag, the green Taurus badge? I do not think so. Okay, there, there we go. Figured that one. I don't out. know. I like the guy. I like the guy we read at first, who is like fishing for it by doing <laughs> using all the hashtags. Hashtag this. Hashtag that. All right. Sorry, Maximus. <laughs> no problem. Let's move on to the topic. Fossilmons. My favorite fossilmon is Archon. I've been playing since Gen One came out, but Archon is the first fossilmon I've ever used in my first run through a generation. I thought Gen 5 was relatively tough, and the Archon slash Archeops was the, one of the best on my team. I also love their Gen 5 sprites, both flapping their wings wildly like they're birds made of rocks. Oh, bonus. They remind me of Potty the... I'm guessing means Polly the, Polly the Parrot from Spongebob in both appearance and movement. Uh, quick thought on fossils. I think they're really cool, but it's a shame of how bad they are. As discussed, it's mostly due to the rock diving. I think a cool way of adding a twist on the fossil mons while keeping quenching their thirst for new evolution slash forms that are megas would be missing link Pokemon. Arceus, for example, is the first bird Pokemon. What if you can revive a new Pokemon that is the missing link between Archops and Swanna, for example? It will lose the rock typing, keep water flying, 
combine the appearance of the two and mix Moopool slash stats. These will be standalone Pokemon in terms of evolution. Archie wouldn't be able to evolve in Swanna, and neither could the miss and neither would the missing link. Nothing seems not something I see happening for many reasons, likely to have him return to the region. They slash they don't add much variation, especially since it flirts with actual evolution. But I think it'll be a fun take on Frosty Pokemon. Anyway, congrats again to our great leader, Thatch. May your flippity flop together forever in harmony. Best, the milkman. Oh, wonderful. Whew. All right. So I get they this like next you, one. Thatch. They really like you. I know. Thank you for liking me. <laughs> <laughs> you like me. You really like me. Um, all right. So this next one is from uh, Ten Little Men. Salutations, Buckle Dudes and Dudettes. Ten Little Men writing in to answer this week's mailbag question. Unfortunately, missed last week's mailbag, uh, so I would like to quickly cover that. My favorite competitive Pokemon is Ductrio, if only because Arena Trap is so fun to use. As for my favorite fossil Pokemon, it would probably be Anorith. While Kabutops and Amistar are absolute monsters in OU thanks to Swim Swim, which, contrary to Thatch's opinion, is an incredible ability. Uh, <laughs> uh, Swim is not that great. Uh Really, I mean, the, you got a rain team, but it's, it's situational. It's it's super situational. Um, I really like uh, what is it, Sniper Kingdra? I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, oh yeah. One. Really, the fossils have incredible abilities apart from Archeops. Solid Rock, Refrigerate, Strong Jaw, even Suction Cups is uniquely useful. Where was I? Oh yeah, Anorith. I love this little guy because it let me crush my friend who got to top ten on the ladder in a game of Little Cup. After that, I couldn't help but love it. It's actually really fast. It's like base 18 speed. One of the fastest things. Um, well, I got a jet, 20 ancient flip-flops, 10 little men swimming away. P.S. You definitely need to check the, backtrack those trivia questions. For future reference, the strongest possible dark-type move is not fling. It's actually punishment, uh, which is effectively inverse to stored power. This is 100% true. Um, P.P.S. Wait, what, love the, wait, what? Yeah, we got the, I got the answer wrong, but you also got the answer wrong. Uh, <laughs> PPS. That's, that's all I wanted to hear. Uh, love the trivia section, by the way. Keep up the good work. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Gator, get this next one from... It's Minor Manetric. Dear Thatch and various other esteemed members of our Puckle community, that would be me and Mr. Maximus, um, I want to get, begin <laughs> by saying that I did write an email last week and was very proud of myself for finally sending another as it has been nearly two months. I was anxiously anticipating the reading of my email all week, and finally, when the time came and the podcast was released, I was so excited I listened to it that night. Granted, it was only 9 p.m. my time, but you get the idea. Email after email, I listened, waiting and waiting, and wanting to hear your thoughts on my favorite competitive Pokemon. I thought to myself, hmm, I sent the email in on Tuesday. It should be relatively early. I wonder why they're taking so long to get to it. Alas, as the podcast wrapped up and closing time began to play, I felt hurt and confused. I was racking my brain trying to figure out why my email wasn't read. Was it not good enough? Did I accidentally slip up and include an Eevee cry that it disqualified me? What have I done? This went on until late Tuesday evening when I decided to check my email for school, and there I see my draft folder has an occupancy of one, the email that I so sincerely thought I had submitted. <laughs> anyway, wow. long story short, as to why it's been another week since I've emailed in. 
<laughs> Mailbag. Armaldo, because I have the right to pick someone, right? Finally, I want to extend a personal thank you to Bo for what he and the Thunder Types did with their musical contribution. When I first listened, I wasn't a huge fan, but after I found out that the Thunder Types wrote it, it showed how much of a community effort Puckle is and grew on me very quickly. So thank you, Bo. I personally look forward to an album in the future. Hint, hint. Sorry for the long email. Hopefully it sends this time. Flip, flip, someone get a mop. Minor Manetric. Apparently, the Thunder Types is just incredibly busy with life. So I don't <laughs> know how possible this is. Um, also, I think he's in his own band, and both of us in the Thunder Types may be no more. Uh, which is a sad thought. Um, Maximus, do you want to get this last one from, I believe, Midro24? No problem. Hi there, guys. I just recently started listening to your podcast, and I'm enjoying it so far. So my favorite fossil Pokemon has to be Cradilly, pretty much. It's my first fossil Pokemon since my first game ever was Pokemon Emerald. It was a blind pick, so when I took it from Hoenn, didn't know, had no idea what I had. And then I went to Rustboro City and the Devon Corporation to revive my fossil. I wasn't sure how to feel about it at first. Lily looked weird to me, but I grew attached to it. Then it evolved into Cray Dilly, and I don't know. I just like it. My favorite part of its design has to be how it looked kind of shady, especially since you can't see its face. Just the eyes. Oh, and the grass is also my favorite type. So that's a plus. Also, I missed last week's mailbag, so I just wanted to add Halucha to my favorite competitive Pokemon. Also, since Golurk was last week's Pokemon of the week, Here's a little thing I have for it. Oh, you think you're shift-free like shift-free? Oh. Well, I got news for you. I got that no guard. Now, what you gonna try? I may be in you, but I got those fisticuffs. Now, catch those iron fists. You think you wiggly tough? Look, I have thick. What? Fictionless. Yeah. Now watch me bring my foes to their knees as I make the earth tremble beneath. Is that a bird I see? I'll freeze it. I'll bury it six feet underneath. I've been protecting the civilization since ancient times. I've become a rocket? No, not Team Rocket, fool. I fly with legendary Pokemon of the sky. Oh, but now, look at the time. Watch me take off from the night sky. Oh, well, I tried. Hopefully it shows how awesome Golurk is. Until next time. Ah, Midro24, everybody. Um, so before we move on, uh, Mailbag Badge. There were definitely a couple of good ones this time. What do you guys think? I think we should give it to Maximus just because of how <laughs> well he read that last one. He just, like, killed it. it was... <laughs> uh, I think the two contenders here are definitely... Um, I think Christopher and our other friend here. Um, oh man, I lost his email already. Um, I believe it was no, not there. Urgh. Oh man, I already lost it. I don't know which one it is anymore. Was it Trevor? Uh, oops. Yeah, maybe. Um, uh, no, no, that wasn't it. It wasn't him. It Ladies and was... gentlemen, you'll now understand why we record usually on Sundays at early in yes. the morning. 
Yes, it is. Uh, I lost the email. I lost the email entirely. I don't know where it is. Um, well, it looks like he's out of the running then. Christopher. So. Ah, I might. We might have like archived it before I remember doing anything, but it's fine. Uh, if he writes any, we we thought his email was very good as well. Um, so, uh, Christopher, you win the Green Tourist badge. Go to PucklePodcast.com and submit it. Um, also, in the meantime, if you want to do some more Puckly things this week, we should have the Puckle uh, Puckle TCG podcast coming out towards at you guys this week. Um, in addition to that, you'll get a new episode next week. I will not be there, unfortunately. I will be examining the Alola region. Um, uh, in the meantime, though, you can check out a lot of awesome things. You can check out our Facebook, facebook.com slash PucklePodcast, our Twitter at PucklePodcast. You can check out our so other social media at Tumblr, which is pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. You can check out our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash puckle. And in di- additionally, you can review us on iTunes. That helps us out a, a ton. To, or whatever platform you're li- re- uh, listening to us on cor- currently. Uh, we would love to hear from you. We love to- these reviews. These make me very happy. And on top of that... If you have a little extra money jingling in your pockets, we would love the additional support you bring, which is patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. It's a great time. Um, you get access to live shows that other people do not get to be part of, and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of energy in that in those podcasts, unlike right now, where I'm running on four hours of sleep and I need to crash real hard. Um, thankfully, Gator and Maximus have been picking up my slack. Uh, <laughs> and like it's I, a like it's a regular episode of Buckle. It just like <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so I think I think that's it. I don't think I've missed anything. So nope, if, you got it all. I did. So here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, I am Trainer Thatch. I am Gator. And I'm Mister Maximus. And it's closing time. Yeah.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 